We, we're good? We're good now? I hmm? think we're good. Are you sure we're good? I'm really nervous. Here, let's just do a little... Get my, my water. What? Water. Get the water. Oi, wait. Oi, Do Jeez. a little... Ready? Hmm. That's satisfying. I like that. We should always do that. Hi, I'm Luke Heisler. And I'm Jay Cox. Welcome to this week's episode of Audibility Podcast. Our goal is to showcase the importance of community in life and to explore different ideas and topics within culture with our new friends, you guys. But no matter what, God is still providing for the sparrows. Why do we think just because this new thing is coming through, God isn't providing for us? Hey, you know the drill. Just grab yourself literally any coffee. I I don't care at all. Enjoy the episode. That's it. Stop. What are you talking about? Martin Scorfrazy. That's what that's what his friends in the dialogue writing world call him. Score. Score phrasey. Hey, Jay. Slurp. Hey, Luke. Okay. I didn't even slurp. Hold on. Ready? down a very large glass of water. <laughs> Hold on, I gotta finish it off. <laughs> we just lost 20 listeners. <laughs> right then, that's like, that's gonna be the cutoff point. On the anchor app, my my chin is dribbling with water. Oh, you definitely dripped onto your, onto your futon. Oh, I just spilled all over myself. <laughs> Alright. So, this is a fun time. We are recording... This will be the first, like, explanatory of what we're doing. Yeah, we already te- we already texted one. What the? What? What are you saying? I don't know who I am. We're recording this at midnight, just by the way. Yeah, um, we already recorded one tonight. But we decided we probably needed to do a little explaining. Yeah. Little explaining. 
I don't know why we're we're cluing you in. This is kind of gonna. We can take it. The out. one that comes out on Friday is the one we recorded first. Yeah. De- so des- um, de- uh, Despacito. No, no, that's not it. Des- Despero the Mouse. No. Des- desperate times okay. <laughs> call for desperate measures. Yeah. That's the fraying for it saying. So, um, fraying says. What are you talking about? Martin Scorfrazy. That's what that's what his friends in the dialogue writing world call him. Scorf. <laughs> <laughs> Score phrase. Yeah, all of his films have impeccable sound uh, tracks and then impeccable dialogue as well. So, Martin Martin Score score (laughs) Frazy. That's both the worst and best pun you've ever made. Thanks, dude. Wow. I literally, I've been reciting that and practicing that pun. I I wrote that down when I first discovered Martin Scorsese at seven years old. Um, My dad showed me The Departed. Okay. Um, That's not true. Not at seven. It was eight. Okay. So we're starting a little mini series. Um, and this will be the first one uh, of them um, called Cabin Fever. It is called that. Yes. And that's what we're going to call it. Yep. If you don't know what Cabin Fever is, um, Cabin Fever space- is a 2002 American horror comedy film co written and directed by Eli Roth. The other one. In his directorial. Nope. nope. The other one. Oh, oh. Um,. Cabin Fever is a 2016 American horror film directed please by stop. Travis. Please stop. <laughs> Cabin what, Fever is... What, what is with Eli Roth in this movie? Why is he making it again? Wait, do you know who Eli Roth is? No. Um, he was... Uh, you know the guy in Inglorious Bastards? Um, the this It's this guy. Hold on, let me get a picture. That's, of this is not helping the listeners. Uh, not... Not Dominic DeCoco. It's uh Dominic uh, DeCoco. No, no, it's uh <laughs> Margarete. <laughs> Margarete. That one. When when uh if you've seen the movie in in Glorious Bastards when Colonel Hans Landa, played by the talented Christoph Waltz Volts. Volts is uh standing at the movie premiere and Fraulein um von Hammersmack nice. is standing there. That's a good accent. Thanks, dude. My mouth was literally made for this language. I mean, that's fair. It's um, the song of your people. Mm-hmm. Language of your, sorry, language of your that people. That and Gaelic. I hate that. Gaelic. Gaelic. German and uh, Norwegian. Okay, please finish I'm, your statement. That so, was so embarrassing. <sighs> get off that tangent so you can get back to your tangent so we can get back to the main thing. Okay, my tangent was about the scene where... The guy named uh, Dominic De Coco. No, uh, Antonio Margareti. Yeah, that's, um, that's a... Frau von Hammersmark and Brad Pitt, a.k.a. Uh, Aldo the Apache, a.k.a. Um, I can't remember what his uh, alias is. Frick. It's not... So, um, it's when Aldo the Apache, his name is... Enzo Gorlami. 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 And he's, uh, Christoph Waltz's character is asking them all to repeat their Italian names. And um, Eli Roth is this man who wrote two masterpieces Cabin Fever 2002 and Cabin Fever the Remake. Two movies he's never seen. 2016. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I just 
found them on the internet. Anyway, it was it was just for the bit, literally just for like all that what three four minutes. Well, yeah, but you're editing out most of that. I'm just literally, you know. I'm not. There's so much dead space. Please stop. Don't. <laughs> it was so loud. Before we started recording, Jace goes, we probably, since it's midnight, we probably need to be quiet. My parents are going to be asleep. And this man just yells, don't, at the top of his lungs. His parents are going to think, never mind. That whole tangent. Cabin fever is basically where you're stuck in the house. No. Specifically a cabin for however long. And you start going crazy. And bonkers. It's already happening if you can't tell. Yeah. We uh we've been so Luke, he he's from Boston area. Um really properly towns in Massachusetts. Yeah, but it's all just Boston or New York up there, that's all that matters. That's mm, not racist. That's um No, I know what that is. That's just being mad about the Civil War. <laughs> Sorry we have cities. Well, if it wasn't for Sherman. Okay. Here we go with the Sherman guy. He talks about him all the time. Guaranteed he's going to talk about him in the next episode. True, true. Um, (laughs) He does. That's a little. That was funny. He does because Um, we recorded it before, so you're going to see that he does. It's going to be funny. Okay. Um, Just look out for it. But, so we've been, he's been staying with me at my house. We're actually recording for my house. from my room right now. Um, and we've been, today was the first day we've been out and I think we've been stuck inside because of the coronavirus quarantine. So if you're listening from the future when we're not in the quarantine, that's where we're at right now. Yeah. Also let us know if you're listening from the future, let us know what the deal with Marty McFly's dad is. So, um, Luke, give us a little rundown of why we're wanting to do these episodes. Because obviously we're not at school anymore, so we can't really record normally. We had some stuff planned for this week, but um, a lot of it got canceled due to Corona. So give us a little little rundown. Little we just obviously, you know, to get a little serious for a second here. If you have eyes and ears and mouth and nose and head, shoulders, knees and toes, yep, you. May have you don't noticed. need all those. You don't really. You could probably, you could probably do, do without two or three. Do those. without the shoulders, maybe. But knees. <laughs> anyway, more on that later. Um, you probably noticed that there's some negativity going around. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> uh, just about death. Yeah. And just deadly viruses. This there seems to be an influx in those in the past like month. Yeah. Just an, uh, more and more deadly viruses. True. Really just one, but I mean, that's all it takes. Mm-hmm. So we just wanted to kind of... Be giddy. We just wanted to kind of take a break from talking about all these pretty, he- not heavy topics, just serious. We've we've got some in the pipeline, though. Don't worry. Um, it's not all going to be brainless from here on out. No, definitely not. Um, but in all honesty, it's looking like... Uh, you know, we're going to have to record here pretty soon a, a season finale for yeah. Audibility while we're quarantined. Re- realistically, we have three in the bag right yeah. now. Um, we got one that's going to drop Friday, one that's going to drop on Wednesday. And then maybe we could record. This one is Wednesday. Yeah. Happy Wednesday. Um, maybe <laughs> we could record two more, but realistically, we maybe have like 
five or six episodes and then a finale, um, which which is kind of sad, kind of bummed because um, we had a lot of cool stuff. Planned. We did. We had a, I mean, you know, we had we, a couple professors, couple professors, um, Doctor Chrysler. No crib. Oh, uh, we decided on crib. Yeah, yeah. Doctor Crib. Yep. Um, he was going to come on. We were going to talk about, we're going to have him on Easter actually. Yeah, That was going to be good. That was going to be our deep dive. Yeah. It was um, going to be wow. Dr. Crib. Awesome professor. Obviously the quarters party Friday, but um, that got canceled, got canceled. We were going to, we we're going to talk there with, uh, the people, our friends over at do South about coffee and community and all that community and just kind of that. And, uh, but everything's getting you know, I mean, if you've been stuck in your house and no internet, which I don't know why anyone would, you wouldn't have seen that everything's getting closed down. Yeah. I'm pretty sure, I think it was New New York mm-hmm. was saying that they're they're shutting down everything. Bars and restaurants. I think South Carolina did that too, today, maybe. Like, restaurants are closed. Like, you can only get drive-through, I'm pretty sure. That might make sense because I just saw on Instagram that uh, white duck ta- white duck taco right across from Due South. Great place, go there. Um, oh, after the quarantine. Honestly, it's at the Hamp- at Hampton Station there. Um, it's incredible. Where is it? Taylor's, technically. I have no idea. I think it is. Sure. Um, amazing. No, it's not Taylor's. It's Greenville. I'm pretty sure. Oh yeah, definitely Greenville. <coughs> it might be a little subdivision. Of, I don't know. Yeah, white duck taco is so good, but they they shut their they they close their dining room. Yeah. I, I think every it's like mandatory now. Hmm. So all this stuff's happening and like things are getting canceled and it's just weird. Like my, my dad. He, yeah. I had a Ben Rector concert to go to in, mm-hmm. in Birmingham. Uh, got canceled April. Uh, it did. Yeah. Uh, it didn't, it probably is going to, and I don't know what I'm going to do because if he reschedules it for a time when I'm back home, you're not flying uh, in. I'm, I could It'd just be, it, kind of I don't know. I'll probably sell my ticket or just give it to, yeah, someone, whatever. Yeah. But hey, any, anyway. if you want to go to Ben Rector in Birmingham, let me know. <laughs> anyway, but it's just <clears throat> like, it's just odd because my both my parents are home, my sister's home, I'm home, which is weird because you know I go to college. Um, school's all online now. Yeah. Um, church, my New Spring, where I go, uh, all. We can't meet anymore, so it's all done online. And, yeah, my um, church back home, Crossway, is online as well. So it's just like, it's just a weird time to be about. Like, I don't, with my limited knowledge of history, I don't think this has happened for a long, long time, this kind of thing. I don't know if it's ever <coughs> happened quite like this. Yeah. I uh, Someone texted me the other day from 1394, and they said that, <laughs> A third of Europe had died. Really? Wow. Uh, last time this happened. Well, yeah, but, that you know, they didn't have the internet, bud. Hold on. Let me retry that bit. God actually texted me the other day, and he he let me know. He clued me in. Hey, last time this happened, a third of Europe died. Oh, wow. That's crazy. Um, what, what are you referring to? <clears throat> the Black Death. <laughs> no, why you said that? <laughs> The Black Death. You couldn't see, but I actually lit a candle and willed all the lights off in Jay's room. You know the thing Ron has in Harry Potter where he the flips? The Deluminator. Whatever. He f- yes. It's the Deluminator. Okay, I'm sorry I didn't know the name. He flips it up and all the lights go... That was a pretty good noise. Wow. Thanks, dude. I've been been brushing up on my <laughs> Delumi- Deluminator noises. <laughs> 
Um, <clears throat> but anyway, it's just it's just crazy and like everything. Like I'm very like let's go out do stuff, guy. But like you can't. Nothing's open, and yeah, and you can't meet with more than ten people, which is really puts me in a tough spot too because like um as as much as I want to stay down here in case <clears throat> school starts back up it doesn't which is probably won't it doesn't really make sense for me because like most likely it won't so why don't I just go home but then I'm running the risk of if I go home There's school's going to start back up yeah. yeah I'm not worried about that I'll yeah that's fair I'll be I'll be in my house most of the time. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and if not, I'll just be at. But yeah, just school being canceled. All schoolwork going online. Weird time. Yeah. Never. I, I, I read this article the other day by the Washington Post, I think it was, that um, <clears throat> uh, this outbreak has exposed in the United States less of a public health failing mm-hmm. in the country and more of a um, socioeconomic failing in the country. Really? Because there's a lot of students that just are part of families that can't that can't afford broadband internet. Wow. And like college students get offered internet for free. Um, like a, a couple providers are doing that. Yeah. But like I haven't really heard of anybody offering families with school age kids. You know, and like, oh, like <coughs> elementary and middle and high. And yeah, because like my my sister, Ella, she's in school back home and like um, they're off for, I think, till the end of April. Yeah, that's what my sister is, too. And it's they're like the same age, aren't they? Uh, Freshman. Yeah. 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 Or no, Katie's a little older. Yeah. Uh huh. So, uh, yeah, Ella's a freshman. It's her first year in I mean, we're kind of like in a similar boat, like her first year in high school, my first year in college is being uh-huh. kind of interrupted by this. Obviously it's yeah. different, but like <clears throat> she doesn't like the, her school doesn't really have the infrastructure to move to all online. Yeah. Um, and honestly, neither does AU. Yeah. It's crazy. Like, like, I mean, you see memes and funny jokes about it, but like you're genuinely telling me that my professor who can't figure out how to stop the next YouTube autoplay video from playing is going to be able to teach a class all online. Like my man's going to ask, oh, how do I turn up the volume? And I'm going to say alt F4 and then, you know, class dismissed. <laughs> if you know the, if you know yeah, the command, yeah. you know, we get it. it's a funny joke. No, I'm just funny. for yeah. them. Yeah, 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 It's fine. It's fine. Anyway, shake my hand. No, no, them. Oh, <laughs> but it's just a very like, Socially, how everything's reshaping, it seems like uh, the corona has really like not only the socioeconomic side, but like my dad was even talking about like the way that it um, is reshaping the way that our church is thinking about church. Oh my gosh, dude! The Tozer quote. What is that? Have you you haven't seen that? Um, I don't really have that much exposure to the interwebs. Oh yeah, that's true. Except Visco. <laughs> yes, everybody. Jay got a visco. Um, I, need, I needed it. I needed. He did. He I needed some creative outlet. outlet. Yeah. Um, no, the Tozer quote: "A a scared world needs a fearless church." Ooh. Oh, I have seen a, that. A yeah, W yeah. Tozer. Yeah, Brad. Brad used it in the message yeah, yeah. on yeah, yeah. on Sunday. Um, um, great quote. I love A W Tozer. Um, if you need a good book to read while you're in quarantine, first of all, read any Charles Dickens because. Wow, my I man I need to read Tale, Tale Two Cities <coughs> Wallower. You do, yeah. yeah. Second of all, um, 
A.W. Tozier's book of God and Men is phenomenal. It basically is like, hey, we have a relationship with God, so let's get it. Take advantage of that, <laughs> freaking idiots. <laughs> yeah. Also, <clears throat> C.S. Lewis is um, on living in an in an wow. Living in an atomic world or age or whatever. Yeah, C.S. Lewis, Living in an Atomic Age. Um, it's, it's an excerpt from a book. I forget which book it is. But is it Abolition of Man? It might be. It probably. Yeah, honestly. Um, it's phenomenal. <clears throat> it's it's phenomenal. Like, it, if you just he, put... But you don't even need to. Yeah. You, you just read it and, and... You'll get it. And you'll get it. Honestly, look up C.S. Lewis, Atomic Bomb. Yeah, or C.S. Lewis living in an atomic age, or whatever. It just, it just makes so much sense. Um, and it's like it's so applicable, and it's really comforting. Like, mm-hmm. just to summarize, basically, he makes the argument that you know, if if an atomic bomb is gonna find you, then let it find you doing human things, you know, praying, gathering with our loved ones, like mm-hmm. all this stuff, yeah. um, eating good food, drinking good beer. He, I think he literally says <laughs> yeah. something like that. Yeah. Um, so like, don't let, don't let novel coronavirus COVID-19 cripple you. <clears throat> like if you're quarantined with your family and you're all healthy and like, you're not putting anybody at danger, take advantage of that. Like yeah. call your friends. Like why wouldn't you be able to call your friends? Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think another thing too, find that... a, find a, a like new passion yeah. or like just do some research. Jay and I sat down today for an Four hour, or five hours. <laughs> well, literally good hour, and we literally did research on the chemistry of coffee. You Which know, is baller. researching um, all the acids in coffee beans and how they're extracted differently. And like, just because like I'm passionate about coffee, Jay's passionate about coffee. What else are we gonna do? And like, we just want to know really how it works, how we can make the best cup of coffee possible for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, that's just something we did. Read a book, make some art. I'm thoroughly convinced. I told Jay this earlier that <clears throat> I don't know how long this is going to last. Um, But if it, it's looking like, I mean, this, the, the CDC said in eight weeks, really, realistically. Yeah. So two months, probably. I think that all these teenage aged kids and college age kids and even like adults that have um, jobs like hands-on heavy jobs that they're still working from home but their schedules made a lot lighter by the fact that they can't do their full job mm-hmm. um, and students obviously if you're not at college a lot of your schedule is going to be opened up um, and you're not going to go to work because you're quarantined yeah you can't do that <laughs> <coughs> high school students like you guys are in a similar position because you know a lot of your schedule is taken up by going to school and you're going to have all this work online and naturally you're just going to finish it faster um like i think that obviously people need something to do and, and time, netflix, netflix isn't going to cut it no it's going to be fun you know watch breaking bad and the then through. you know There's after so that much. though it's only so much humans have an incessant need to create yeah we we have in our jobs no matter what you do 
you can't make the argument that you are not creating something, that you are not using your brain to, you know, make something new, whether that's a new way to market or a new way to, I don't even know. <laughs> a new writing thing or like an actual thing, like a new product, a new computer, a new whatever. Yeah, like, I don't know. It's just creativity has been put in this box, ironically enough, in our society mm. where it's like the only creatives on the market are writers, artists, designers, design. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's really it. And like, unless you're doing that, there's no need to be creative. Yeah. And that's just such a skewed way of thinking. And I think people are going to start realizing that and people are going to start tapping into creativity. They never knew they had. Yeah. And we're, we're going to see another Renaissance. Yeah. Which is going to be wild. And Not, I, I, I mean, I, this is no diss against Americans, the modern American, but I don't think in any similar capacity, but yeah, you know, a resurgence, there's going to be a lot of just social change, (coughs) you know, like I really, I really do think that Corona terrible, all these different things. But I think I, my dad said today, like it's going to be kind of like a reset button for people. Like, a lot of times we're just busy, 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 busy. And this is like forcing a lot of people to just slow down, slow down. Yeah. And like, there's only so much Netflix you can watch, you know, like <laughs> it, but when Netflix becomes the thing that you're, it's not just something you're doing as a time waster, but the thing you're using your time up as it, it's not as fulfilling anymore. Like if you're not procrastinating from something hmm. using Netflix, it's not as, Fulfilling, if that makes sense. So there's a point mm. at which, like, I love watching Breaking Bad and like I love, you know, geeking out about Harry Potter and all these different things. But there comes a point at which I want to do something. Like I want to, I want to make so- like we we talked about. We're we're gonna talk about this in the next episode. But um, like we made music and it's trash and but we did it and yeah. I'm gonna read books and I'm gonna write things and I'm gonna. <coughs> Like, it's going to be a, and like, honestly, I'm going to pray more. Yeah. And I find it kind of odd in my own life that, what was it? Was it two weeks ago? No, it was at Rally. What are you referring to? Who spoke at Rally? Uh, Kurt Frisbee. Kurt Frisbee spoke at Rally about rest. Hmm. He did. And then this, this is making me realize in all kinds of ways that <clears throat> rest is not what we think it is. Yeah. And that we, we absolutely need it. <clears throat> yeah. It's, it's definitely a thing where that's one thing that I've, I like <coughs> know about like biblical rest is not just like, Oh, let's go for the weekend and reset for next week. So we can be prepared. Like let's take a break or whatever. It's this wholesome, all-encompassing holistic thing that is it's the longest commandment in the Ten Commandments for a reason hmm. and I'm don't quote me on that because I might be wrong but I, it's one of the longest in the Ten Commandments because rest is just so important like it you have to I mean there's a reason specifically in the creation account 
when God is finished, he rests and man rests. Yeah. And that doesn't, that the idea that when it says God rests, that he is like, Oh, I'm just going to get ready for the next thing I want to do. That's just ridiculous. Cause mm-hmm. he's God. What is it? It's something more holistic. Than he's not just, tired. He's just taking a moment to be, to be. Yeah. He's literally the Hebrew word is like to settle in. Mm-hmm. So like, they literally like, you can really, this is kind of funny, but I was reading the Hebrew a little bit and translating yeah, it were. as much as I can. You can really like replace it to like the rest with like just straight chilling. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and on the, and on the seventh day, God just straight chilled because <laughs> that's what he did. That's he just, just kind of kicked it back. The message version. <laughs> no, that's like the, that's like, that's like the, uh, the hip, hip kid. That's like the church where like, do you know what I mean? Like that church. Yeah. They're trying like to be like the lead pastor as like a, a tattoo. Almost like a consumeristic kind of church. Like Shoot. It's like we talked about like the lead pastor has like a tattoo on the inside of his arm, but it's like a questionable tattoo. So like, it's like, it's you, on the you know, he had like a edgy past and mm, like, he yeah, always yeah. like hints at his drug addictions, but never like Says dives deep loud. into him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he really didn't have addictions. He was just addicted to like NyQuil. <laughs> Cause he was like, Oh, Hey mom, I'm tired. And she's like, well, you know, maybe just go to bed. And he's like, no, NyQuil. And so he just takes NyQuil. I know, I know kids like that. They just take NyQuil. Like that's what Z-Quil's for. First of all, if you really can't sleep. Second of all, just go to sleep. How hard is it to go to sleep? That's one thing I'll never understand. I'm sorry if you have it. I genuinely am. Just go to sleep. Why do you have insomnia? Just go to bed. (laughs) That's so insensitive. I don't care. Like, I'm sorry. I kind of can like I can I can sympathize for you but also freaking close just close your eyes. It's not hard. Watch, I'll do it right now. He closed his eyes. Can I was you, trying to Can you hear him? No way they can't. I was closing my eyes forcibly right next to the microphone. But just anyway, <coughs> rest. I I do think that this as much Wow, that as, was a good tie in actually. Yeah, that was nice. Should we shake hands? Nah, we'll save it. Okay. Or should we do it? Nah, we're okay. We shookened. Okay, you can let go now. I was intimate. Um, but I really do think that as much <laughs> as quarantine sucks, and like as much as I want to go back to school and see my friends and stuff, like I th- I really do think that this is an incredible time to like really learn some things and dive deep into like who we are as an individual because i think sometimes like what sam walker talked about in one point episode 1.5 oh, no we <clears throat> glorify a community and we it's good to find your place in community but it's also who you are as an individual like as yourself but also like what god says about you mm. um but i realized a couple weeks ago that, like I just didn't know myself as well as I thought I did. And I think Hmm. that's a, that's a common theme in especially America. And like, it's, I think it's very symbolic that you look at pictures of Times Square right now. Hmm. There's nobody there. It's just empty. I think it's very symbolic of what is going to happen. Like all the, all the lights are gone. All the, all the sounds, all the people, it's just you. And Hmm. what are you going to do about it? 
who who are you really? What are you going to do with this time? You know, and one like, thing that's really interesting to me about this time is like we talk about like people being stuck in their homes and but we were out driving today um, and we we needed coffee. Yeah, we took the back road to do south. Yeah, we did. Um, it was a really nice drive, actually. I've I'd only been out that way once. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I have allergies. I'm not COVID nineteen. Don't worry. Yeah. Um, we were we were out driving, and I just realized, like, I was looking at, I was looking out as we were driving, and there's still trees, huh. and there's still birds. And there's still cows and there's still grass and it's still green and spring is still happening. Yeah. And a lot of people can kind of forget that. Yeah. I mean, to look at it as grimly as I possibly can, a lot of people might die. Yeah. And that's a horrifying reality that this could wipe out however much of the earth's population. Yeah. But no matter what, like... God is still providing for the sparrows. So why do we think just because this new thing is coming through, God isn't providing for us. Mm -hmm. And like, I thought like, man, even if this wipes out humanity, that tree I just saw will still be there. Wow. And it's like, God will still be faithful. And these sparrows will still be darting around in the sky. And these, this cow will still be eating that same grass if we are all dead tomorrow. Yeah. And like, I don't know. It's just a weird moment. Yeah. I, I, I was, I don't think we'll all be dead tomorrow. No, we, we don't think that at all. Um, we're very optimistic, but it, I like, I mean, Jay, there's a good chance Jay will be dead tomorrow. Oh, for sure. Definitely. Not not by the virus though. I'm. We just never mind. Oh. <laughs> just watch out, Jay. Um, that was really dark. That by the way, I just that was kind of a. It's very late. A it's dark okay. tangent. It's okay. I just had that realization. Yeah, I I even like on the drive. It was odd to me that things were blooming. Does that make sense? Like, well, it was startling to me at first, and then I was like. Would this make sense? It's spring. Like, I, yeah, you know, it's not it's, life in a larger sense is still going on. Yeah. You know, we think of like there's panic at the grocery store. Yeah, there's still grocery stores, though. Yeah. And like. I was like, oh, man, it really sucks. Like, honestly, all my friends are home right now. And I'm like, it really sucks. I can't. I can't be home. And I was really focusing on that for the past couple of days. And then we were just in the car listening to cage the elephant. I was like, this is fine. This is good too. Yeah. And then I went to do South and I was like, okay, easy peasy lemons go wheezy. <laughs> and then I had coffee. And now after I had coffee, we ate dinner. And then after we ate dinner or while we watched, then we watched the second to last episode of the office and the last episode of the office. And then uh, we talked about some, things just with Jay and his family and I and then we went up to Jay's room to record the first one and yeah, now yeah. we're here. Well, 41 minutes after we recorded the first one. Now we're here. Now we're here. Yeah. <coughs> that was the day. Yeah. Well, I could really st- no, stop. Just don't don't do that. Um but yeah, I I I truly do think that this quarantine is going to be good. You know, yeah. I think there'll be good that comes of it. There's that whole Genesis 50 bit with 
God took what was evil and turned it for good. So mm. I think, yeah, I think that's what's going to happen. The other thing, never mind. I won't say that. No, say it. Just please, please don't apply what what God says and how God condemns or saves Israel in the Old Testament <laughs> to America and the world in 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 modern times with coronavirus. I'll say this, and I'll say this much. When God says my people in the Bible, specifically talking about Israel, he doesn't mean us. Well, he doesn't mean America. No, yeah. He might, it might apply to the church. Yeah, but yeah. But not America. Or For the most part, when God says, I will send plagues of locusts, or I will deliver my people from plagues of locusts and from epidemics and all this stuff. When I send, when I send, <coughs> when I send, uh, however the verse goes, I, I genuinely just don't care. Yeah. Um, stop reposting that on Visco and stop putting that on your Facebook and stop putting that on your Instagram stories. It does not apply to us. Yeah. And also don't say, Oh man, America really, Really is looking like Sodom and Gomorrah, right? Shut up. Okay, we might be, but for real, God did not send this plague to destroy America and Italy and Germany and China because we're fallen in our ways. Maybe he's a little disappointed in us. Maybe he's a lot disappointed in us, but... You don't know. Please don't... Assume. Don't take ancient literature true as it may be about Israel about Israel and apply it to our modern world in that way please don't we're not Israel just you are not David <laughs> you have you aren't seen that video David yes I was there <laughs> oh yeah you were Henry showed us that like you're the Israelites yeah you're cowering yes yeah um, Jesus is David the new David. Oh shoot! That's oh, another episode. No. Um, oh man! But yeah, and also what we're not saying with all this stuff about like there will be good come of this. Don't just be cavalier about health. Like, please follow what the government says. Oh man! Literally, okay. Wash your hands, please. Honestly, I said this before to somebody. I don't care if you get coronavirus. Please, just please, don't give it to my grandma. Yeah, like, please just, be hygienic. Just wash your hands. You're telling me, oh, I'm not going to wash my hands. That means you're going to go to the bathroom and just not wash your hands? That's disgusting. What, are we living in the dark ages? Like, you're going to be so stubborn about the government is fear-mongering and the media is the enemy that you can't wash your hands after you go to the bathroom. I mean, maybe you'll casually wash your hands after you go to the bathroom, but really, really scrubbing them. You're not doing that? And then you're making a sandwich. Oh. That's kind of gross. Yeah. Just think about where your hand just was. Oh. Oh, God. <laughs> so I'm, I'm sorry. I'm really going off. I yeah, just this is, the, this is the deep thinking kind of ranting side of cabin, <laughs> cabin fever right here. I just really get frustrated when, yeah. when people are so thick. So, um, yeah, we're going to do a couple more episodes. Not this. This was a much more serious point. Oh, yeah. This is... Um, but I think it's this necessary. is why we're, we're, this is just us explaining why, why we're doing this and who we are. Uh, where did we come from? Where are we going? Um, again, where did we come from? 
Cotton Eye Joe. <laughs> Where'd you go, Cotton Eye Joe? Tom Hanks has coronavirus. He does. Anywho, so um, we're going to do a couple more episodes. We'll record some like episodes that aren't Captain Fever episodes. Um, <coughs> and so, yeah, I hope you all enjoyed this episode. Uh, we'll see you on Friday. Yeah, I actually, um, we'll see you on Friday. This was, yeah. Um, one time I, I had a, I, one, I was in the forest, um, in, it was in a Southern Asian country. I can't quite remember. Thailand? No. And I just remember there was a man there and he was yelling things at me and there were explosions all around and I was just confused and he told me to run. So I ran and then I just ran and ran and ran and I kept running and I was like, run Luke run. And so I, I was running and running and everything was behind me and and then I just stopped when I got to a clearing and I thought, what am I running from? I, Who am I running from? What am I doing? And then I, I had to go back. I just had to go back. And I just started pulling people out. And the explosions were happening. And I just started pulling people out and running and running and running and pulling people out. And everything's kind of foggy. And then I just kept going and kept going. And then my best friend, I got him. And I ran and I ran and then I felt a, a sting. Well, did, did a snake bite you? <laughs> I don't know. That's what I thought at first. I thought maybe a snake jumped up and bit me. But it was a sting right in like my upper thigh, like almost my butt. And oh, it hurt so bad. And I just remember falling to the floor. And then I got up and I, I have to keep running. I have to keep running. And there's just the grass and the, the trees and the and the the dust and the smoke and the through everything. And then... I remember I just I just sat there bleeding on was a your, was your best friend there? He was. I remember I just sat there bleeding holding his head in my lap and I was just looking down at him and he we both knew he wasn't going to make it and he was just looking at me and I and I just immediately thought you know we're never going to get to buy a shrimp boat together and we were just waiting for the helicopters to come in and then I just he was gone he was just gone what was your friend's name I can't remember everything was so fuzzy he was a black gentleman do you have like a lower hanging lip he did stuck out yeah he talked with a really heavy Louisiana accent Hmm. Did he he like shrimp? Really before? big into shrimp. Really big shrimp guy. Yeah. Hmm. Was he like? Did you have like a girlfriend <laughs> at the time? Kind of. It, I mean, those are details I can't really remember. But I remember early in the dream, I was writing to her, and I think her name was. You've told me this before. Jess Jessica Janine Jessica Jesse. Jenny. It was 
No, not no, it wasn't Jenny. Jenny. I've been having that fever dream for 15 years. <laughs> like i don't i have never kissed a girl my lips have never graced the softness of strawberry lips <laughs> what nothing no my ex-girlfriend didn't wear a strawberry chapstick 